Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody, Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. Today's podcast, we're going to be talking about managing a small business and how running a small business is much, much different than a large business. It's important to know that HR and employee relations is vital for both. I'm here with my co-host, JC. Hey, it's a pleasure to be back. Thanks, Wendy. Yeah, absolutely. And we have a very special guest here today, Tina Kuga. Hey, Tina. Hi, Tina. Hi, Hi, Wendy. Hi, JC. How are you? Fantastic. Excellent. Glad to be here. Good, good. So uh, for everyone that's listening, Tina has experience and expertise in HR and running a small business, (laughs) a very chaotic small business. And so, you know, I wanted to kind of just dive right in in our first session here and talking about HR compliance. And then, of course, you know, um, you know, tell everybody about you know who you are and what your experience is and and your your experience, not just in small businesses, which we'll get into a lot, but in big businesses as well. Sure. Um, so I have had quite the experience all the way from small business to having one employee all the way to having, gosh, hundreds of employees. So I've supported not only those businesses uh, from an HR capacity, but also as well having my own business and having multiple businesses throughout the year. So I'd like to keep busy, as I like to tell people. <laughs> and I always want to be learning something new and having new ventures. So um, I started out kind of my career in HR. Um, I got my master's degree in HR um, over at Rollins College here locally in Orlando. And from there, I started my um, illustrious HR career in Universal Studios. So, oh, back in the day when Universal Studios expanded out to City Walk and Islands of Adventure, I was able to get with the company and I did employee relations, learning and performance, training and development. So I had quite the variety of experience with HR. Um, then I decided to kind of jump ship and um, go from my huge corporate nice office and jump into my own business. Um, So I left that career and jumped into the insurance world. So I started my own agency. I started from scratch. I had to learn how to sell. I had to learn the operations, how the business ran, all those great things. Um, And then now I've had my agency since 2006. And we've grown it to, gosh, we have now about 60 agents, um, health insurance agents. And I have a staff as well. I have about five full-time employees. And um, I've also done a lot of volunteering as well. Um, I also have a background with the HR Florida. I was their conference director for two years. So I do have a lot of experience with the HR world as well as HR professionals. So I get to hear a lot of stories and not just my own. So um, <laughs> and I'm sure Wendy and JC have also had the luxury of, of listening to that too with your uh, contacts and such. So I'm sure amongst the three of us, we will have a lot of stories to share today. <laughs> Well, yeah. Tina and Wendy, I'm sorry, I have to jump right in. Tina, your your voice sounds so familiar. I If I think back to the mid-90s, I almost feel like I was on that boat on the Jaws ride, and you could have been the narrator. <laughs> Let me tell you, wow, you have an oh, really? amazing voice. 
Well, thank you. And actually, I had to learn that script for the Jaws um, <gasps> ride because Maybe I it don't was remember you. it. Maybe. Um, I was doing training for um, operations for ride and show. So I actually had to uh, work with the um, boat captains. If any of you remember that ride, it is now uh, defunct, unfortunately. But um, we had the boat captains and we had to watch them and they're scripting because they were acting and they were using props, using the gun, all of that stuff. And they had to memorize that whole script. So you wouldn't think HR would be involved in that, but oh, we were. <laughs> guns in the workforce. Absolutely. <laughs> Safe workplace, right? <laughs> that is hilarious that you were just kidding. And, and here she goes like, no, no, I did have to go on to that ride. And, and who, who would ever thought, you know, first of all, I, I know with me, you know, I, I wasn't a kid growing up going, hey, I'm going to end up in human resources. It just happened, you know, and then like on <laughs> top of that, like, OK, who would have thought that you're in HR and you have to learn a Jaws script <laughs> while being in, in, in human resources? But yeah, I, I have long, long, long time ago stopped saying, you know, that can't happen or that won't happen because we're in HR or whatever. But one thing that just hit home with me, Tina, is the fact that you know, you, you just mentioned the word, you know, you said you started your own business and you had to learn how to do sales, mm -hmm. but isn't so much of HR sales on oh. a daily basis? Oh, yeah. So much. Um, my mantra that I always have said to people that are coming up in HR, maybe they're switching careers or, you know, just, you know, not comfortable with kind of switching into that. And a lot of them tell me, you know, I want to get into HR. I, I never would be good as a salesperson. You know, I would never get into that field or industry. And I look at them and I say, but you sell every day. You're going to be selling every day if you're an HR professional. And they're like, I don't have a product to sell. What are you talking about? And I go, no, no, no. It's not like you're selling a vacation package or you're selling a, you know, a shirt. You're actually selling whether it's a concept, an idea that you have, something to better the company, to save money. There are millions of things that you on a day-to-day -day basis may need to talk to your boss, talk to the president of the company, the owner of the company, and you have to sell them what you want to implement. And sometimes that meant maybe budgeting, it may be money that you have to ask for. You have to get approval from others. Um, so you are always going to be on stage, as I say, to sell. And you have to do your research. And you have to back your case, just as you would as you're pitching something uh, in a sales presentation, um, to that person to be able to win them over and to be able to implement what um, you want to do. Yeah. And, and let's just say you want to implement a, or just change your employee handbook or mm. implement a different onboarding process where you go on. So the jaws, um, uh, you know, <laughs> ride and, and learn about that. I mean, that's, it's all sales. Uh, you know, you, mm. a true salesperson, which I'm not a salesperson, but if it's something I'm passionate about, I'm, I don't even have to sell it. Cause I just look up the, the stats and the facts and then figure out who am I talking to tomorrow or at this meeting and, and why does this matter to them? So talk to me a little bit about, you know, for your business right now, or when you first started, mm -hmm. um, it's a small business. I know you have a lot of uh, contractors and agents, but then you have actual employees. How mm -hmm. do you handle your handbooks? You're, you know, you're dealing with labor laws, keep it up to date on the 
ever changing laws during the past couple of years. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, that's a lot of juggling. Um, and this is going to be for any, I would say, small business. So um, a lot of times if you're starting a small business and let's just say you're an HR professional and, you know, as an HR professional, this small business is wanting to hire you. And as you're coming in, a lot of times you're going to see that either the business owner themselves have done a lot of this. Um, it may be, and I'm just gonna say this, but like the wife. So you'll see like a husband and wife team that has a small business. And a lot of times by default, the wife tends to do all the paperwork. They have to, you know, oh, I'm gonna do a new hire process. So I need to get the proper paperwork and documents, for example. Um, so it can be very difficult, but there are some basic things that you really need to implement that are gonna be legal pieces, compliance pieces. One of them um, is gonna be, let's say a labor law poster. And I know it's it's something simple, but not everybody knows that you need to have this. <laughs> um, I've been to organizations that I've um, gone in as a benefits consultant, and I'll just look around sometimes in the office and, you know, it may be a warehouse or something small, but a lot of the people there, they're practicing their craft. They're experts on what they do in their industry. And a lot of times they're not focusing on these things. You know, they're not looking at what maybe the state minimum wage, the federal minimum wage, workers' comp, those type of things are going to be impactful in the future, something does happen or you're not in compliance. So something as simple as a labor law poster, um, this is a company that I, a company I use, labor law um, posters, um, and they actually will um, send you a new poster when the laws change. Oh, <laughs> so wow. they make it, yeah, they make it very easy. In fact, um, I've only had to remind them maybe a couple times in the past 10 years I've used them. Um, but you pay one fee and you have it for the whole year. And anytime your state changes a law, let's say Florida, obviously we're here, um, then they will go ahead and give you an updated poster that's laminated for free. And it's, I want to say maybe $40. It's really inexpensive. Yeah, I think it's really key. Sorry, JC, but I think it's key to, to especially if you're in more than one location or if you have mm. remote workers that are now spread out across the universe, um, not just the United States, is to know where to get those posters. And remember, folks that are listening, that you can get these for free as well mm -hmm. at every single state department. So Department of Labor, you go to their website and you can just shoot me a message on LinkedIn if you want and I'll, I'll get you all the links, but all the states have their own websites. The problem is, and they're free. They're completely free. You just hit download, PDF, print. The problem is we have to remember to do that and we have to keep up on the laws. So my rule of thumb is if you're um, a small business in one location, you could probably handle it yourself. But if you're a, a business, even a small business, and you have employees in more than one location, more than one state, and in some cases, counties or municipalities, then you're, you should, you know, enroll in something like this. Go ahead, JC, you yeah, have something? Absolutely. <laughs> you know, when we think about the small business too, that small business owner may have started as a sole proprietor. Maybe they didn't spend the money on the posters or aggregate those to post them for themselves, right? That's a little silly. Oh, yeah. They might not even have an obligation. But as you grow and as you go, failure to post these job postings they could expose you to unnecessary risk as well as provide negative evidence in employment disputes. That's a big thing, too. Uh, Tina, when we think about the failure to post these, that negative evidence aspect, it's kind of a big deal. Oh, it's a huge deal. It's beyond what you could even think. Um, if, if someone is not used to these things, you know, they don't live this their day to day business operation. It just takes one time. 
it takes one time for someone, a business owner, to not be in compliance, to not be following the law, and it can cause a lot of headache. Um, you know, as we say in HR, document, document, document with a lot of things. <laughs> so it ends up being, uh, yes, as we know. So if something does um, need, if you have to go to court, if you have a lawsuit, if something happens, you know, having these simple, basic things in place, um, employee handbooks, um, paperwork for a hiring onboarding process. These are just the basics to where it's going to help alleviate a lot of any sort of, um, you know, laws being broken or not being in compliance. Definitely. All right, folks, we will be right back so we can continue this conversation and talk a little bit more of where you can get additional help for small businesses and compliance. Be right back. Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.